passion, drive, and patience. The formula of winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything for you to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED lights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has it covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices that you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP it needs to be and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Again, ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Support for the Bubba Army Podcast is brought to you by our friends at Manscaped, the leaders in male grooming. Their fourth-generation performance package absolutely changed the grooming game along with their refined body wash to round out your hygiene routine. Join the nearly 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped for their shower time routine by going to manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping with the code Bubba. Have you smelled Manscaped's refined body wash, fellas? The ladies love their signature scent. You and your boys will be so fresh and so clean when you start off your self-care routine with the ultimate body wash. Keep the grooming game going with the Performance Package 4.0, and inside this package, you'll find the Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, weed whacker and nose trimmer, crop preserver and ball deodorant, crop reviver toner, performance boxer briefs, and a travel bag to hold all the goodies. The Performance Package 4.0 also includes the weed whacker to chop your worst weeds up the top of your nose and ears. Nothing's worse than that nose hair. Again, get 20% off and free shipping with code Bubba at Manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping with the code Bubba at Manscaped.com. Keep your balls trimmed, fresh, and clean with Manscaped. Welcome to the Lummy Sports Show with Brian. Boo, 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 boo. Is it with Brian or is it with the baby face? I'm sorry. With the baby face. The man that predicts it all. Brian, the baby face, how are you doing? You predicted everything. You're the man. You're the best. You're such a dick. How am I a dick? You're being passive aggressive right now. No, not at all, You're the best. You're the number one. I did predict the Super Bowl correctly. You did. Brian, can you scoot over a little bit because uh, you're a little out of the camera? Out of the camera? What are you talking? I'm L- looking. Look, just look at YouTube. Oh. Just trying to help you out, man. A lot of people want to see that's that a Brian weird, face. That's a weird split on the screen. I don't I don't set it up. Who does that? But that's like the first time it's ever been like that where I've been like cut off. Yeah. Listen, I would love to change it. I uh, don't have those capabilities. Uh, so I'm going to have to leave it how it is. We are live on Facebook, too. I'm looking uh, extra hacksaw Jim Duggan today. You Bro- are, man. You need a haircut, dude. Nope, not you till just... COVID. Not till they stop saying COVID. Nobody's saying it anymore. Nobody even cares. Seriously. Like, I think it, we're at that point now, Lummy. I don't think so. They're I'm not the... requiring masks in New York, of all places. It's over. Oh, is this Brian telling me COVID's over? No, this is me telling you you need a freaking haircut and a shave and a proper shave. Just cut off it. Let's, let's, see, that, let's see that Lummy gullet. Let's see mm. that that lum lum glum. Gob. Uh, yeah, Let's see the gob. No, I don't think we're gonna see that. I think I'm gonna keep letting the hair go um, until there's there's no more COVID out there. They're still testing for it, so 
I moved the wrong way. All right, I was going to say, because <laughs> I, I, I was on Facebook and I went back to YouTube. He I wasn't even like, I don't look at the camera during the show. I don't look at, you know, I, I actually, if I am looking at anything, I'm looking at you and your beautiful face. You're going to say my dumb face. <laughs> That's not nice, Brian. <laughs> 81390BUBBA 81390BUBBA talking sports with Babyface and I am Lummy you are Lummy thank you for we identifying that we, we for everybody have, yeah a lot of people are watching they're like who's that big hairy guy I am Hacksaw Lummy and uh, we are with Can you uh, give us a ho and a thumbs up Ho That wasn't that it. wasn't very good was a, ho. ho Yeah you ever meet Hacksaw? Sure, I know. I have not. I never did. Did you? No, I did take um, some chops to the chest from uh, Brian Nobbs at a Rays game oh. outside at Ferg's. Did you go up to him and ask it for ask him for it? Uh, we were talking to him, and and he was there, and uh, it just came up. And my buddy's like, "I can take a chop from you." My buddy was much bigger than well, that doesn't say much, but much bigger than me, <laughs> and. Uh, and so he took it, and then Nob just turned and you know chopped me. And I, for like two days later, I had like a red hand mark across my chest. I felt it, but I was I was uh, toasty, so I was okay. Yeah, I took one from uh, Matt Riddle a couple times. Yeah, I, I took a couple things from Matt Riddle. He's a pretty good wrestler. They're kind of putting him over now. Um, well, there's been a lot of, obviously the last show we did was pre Super Bowl. The Rams won. Matt Stafford uh, got drunk, let a chick fall off the back of the stage, break her back. <laughs> you know what's funny is his wife trying to make excuses for him. Like he turned around and said, "Go check on me." No, he didn't. He said, "Oh my God!" Took a sip of water and walked away. <laughs> With, yeah, his mouth wide open. Well, that chick's uh, that, that that lady's. Uh, Life is completely ruined now, so it well, God bless matter. his wife for trying to cover for him, but uh, it's pretty obvious. And look, you can say, I, "Look, I screwed up. I was drunk. I was distracted. Whatever. I didn't think it was that bad." Blah blah blah. You know, but it, very clearly, we can see on tape what you said, dude. You said, and then you took a sip of water and you walked the fuck away. <laughs> it probably wasn't water anyhow. It was probably straight vodka. He was pretty tuned up. Yeah. Uh, like something like that, when a, when a lady would come to you with that case, are you just seeing dollar signs? Well, I mean, she was an independent contractor. I'm sh- I'm sure working. Um, it's you know, there it, it's th- nobody was negligent in that situation. The, the the stage was pretty clearly a stage. It's an open and obvious condition. I mean, she can try and make a claim. She's got a GoFundMe set up. Stafford's going to pay for her bills. She'll be fine. But I think she got canceled because people started looking up and found she had some controversial tweets from like five, six years ago. <laughs> Delete your controversial tweets, people. Nobody... She was in the hospital with a broken back. No, you but think here's, she was nobody. Here's the thing. You could always become somebody, and you never know when that moment's going to be. So go back and delete... First of all, nobody cares what you think. Nobody in the world. Like some, you may get somebody to react, but they're only reacting so that they can share what they think. They don't really care what you think. So stop tweeting stupid stuff out. Nobody gives a shit. Nobody cares what Spoon Dog Twenty Seven says on Twitter. Nobody cares. 
Well, technically they do because she is definitely No, they care when it they can tear you <laughs> exactly. down with it. They but it's never no tweet has ever gotten anybody like I was gonna be in real big trouble until they <laughs> read that tweet I sent in two thousand fourteen. <laughs> that situation's never happened. Ever. Why why do people even keep like go back every year and just delete your old tweets? That's what you should do. You should never have more than the last 12 months of tweets <laughs> and then go back and just delete all the old ones. I went through a tweet purge. I used to tweet stuff thinking, "Oh, this is fun." No, it's not. It's stupid. Don't t-shirt, do it. T-shirt will 500 stars. No, is that like when you just go on a rant, like you'd have maybe a couple drinks and go off? It was just I would chime in on stupid shit that I shouldn't have been talking about, you know? I, who am I? Who are any of us? And I know that's the whole idea of the platform. Most people use it now to get news and get stories and things yeah. like that. But nobody gives a fuck what you think. This nobody. Chick, this chick was on a roller coaster, though, because she was working for the Rams, taking pictures as an independent, independent, independent contractor. Yeah, she was felt, an IC. Fell off the stage, broke her back. Broke her equipment. She went down. Then Matt Safford came out and said, I'll pay for everything. She starts coming back up. GoFundMe comes out. There, There's a bunch of money raised for her while she's out of work. Then all of a sudden, all these tweets come out in 2013, 15, 16, and she's totally canceled. And I guess she's like- But I don't think like the GoFundMe money, I don't think you can take it back after you've donated, right? Uh, I, I don't, I don't know that answer on that one. I just, her roller coaster, she gets out of the hospital with a, you know, broken back and now she's hated on and everyone hates her. She had racist tweets. That's what they were. Racist and homophobic tweets. Oh, let's see what she said. Okay. Let's go to line one (laughs) while you do that. Four, four, three. What's happening guys? How are you? Oh, it's the, it's Hey, how'd that, how'd that bet on Tyler Higby work out for you? (laughs) (laughs) You knucklehead. (laughs) Maybe um, check the injury report before you come on here, giving your bet locks. It was like how many days before the Super Bowl was it? Three, Three or four, yeah. and it was okay. pretty. It was pretty damn obvious he wasn't going to play. Okay, I had about an hour to prep my picks from when Lummy said, "Hey, we're going to talk betting." I said, "Okay, I'll make a list of what I think." I hit the national anthem over. I hit heads. I missed the Rams. I got the under. Uh, I can go through the whole list, but I didn't want to talk football today. You were talking about cancel culture. Have you guys um, kept up with anything about the Phil Mickelson quote? I know you don't really pay attention to golf, but oh, I, I pay attention to golf. Don't Joaquin no, Neiman. Uh, congratulations to him for being a wire to wire Joaquin. Joaquin, but I know Joaquin. I like Brian um, now. He's he's making names up. Joaquin, Joaquin Neiman. He was a USF commit back in the day, but ended up turning. There's pro. an S. There's an S on the last name of or on the. End of his life. Oh, yeah, game. Neiman's. <laughs> yeah. Oh, right. I like this guy. What's his name? Jacquez Neiman? Jacquez Neiman. <laughs> <laughs> we do- took him from a Chilean to a, Com- a Comptonite. I, so. ta- I, ta- I take the S's off my names yeah. and put them on where they don't belong. Yeah. No. Uh, uh, yeah. So, anyways, um, the, Mikos- the, Mickelson. the Mickelson comments were stupid. He's apologized for them. The damage is done, though. I mean, he. he I don't think they're going to kick him off the tour, but if if they've made it clear, if anybody joins that Super League, which is not going to be a Super League, they have no talent's going to go there now. Um, Rory's said no. Dustin said no. Bryson said no. um, All publicly. It's not going to go anywhere. So, you know, that that ship has sailed. Nobody's going to work in that league. Talking about, like you said, delete all your tweets, all that kind of stuff, but it's crazy how quickly something can change. 
a year ago, everybody was rooting for him to win the PGA Championship, and now everybody is wanting to cancel him. It's just insane how – I mean, granted, the quote he said was very stupid. But wasn't yeah, wasn't Phil Mickelson's off the record? He didn't even put it out there? I'm not sure. Because his, his – Mickelson wrote there's a problem of the off-the-record com, off comments being shared out of context and without my consent. But the bigger yeah, issue no. is that I used words that do not reflect my true feelings yeah, or intentions. Yeah, I mean, that, look, he, he said it. He's not denying that he said it. And, and yeah, if it was off the record, but uh, – People are coming at you with pitchforks and, and, and flaming torches these days. If you're famous, if you have clout, if you have a moment in the sun, they're going to get you if they can. That's the society we live in now. We live in a teardown society. Um, people don't get a lot of second chances, so don't screw up. That's that's the key. If you're rich and you're famous, don't screw up. If you think it's funny, probably don't say it. It's like uh, Bubba used to t- say to Gene Lasker, Gene, think about it, think about it again, and then don't say it. And well, I was I was very when I logged in this morning and didn't see Twitch, I was very concerned about the things the bit they did yesterday on the radio, the Tyrone the Bubba I forget the name, the the Tyrone show. Let me you know what I'm talking about. I thought he was just canceled in a so day. So what happened with Todd? It's Todd Rhone. Uh, we were had connection problems, and then once we started getting on YouTube, there was no point to then stop. Yeah, switch YouTube over and that, Facebook, that doesn't So make we sense. just ran yeah. it straight through. Yeah. yeah, I was very worried when I first woke up. But, all right, last question. Who wins the MCA March Madness National Championship? Ooh. Man, I've been watching a little bit of college basketball. There's a couple teams that I thought were a yeah, lot I, better. I think, but... I'll tell you this. That there is no clear-cut favorite. You know, Gonzaga looks good, but they've been in the, you know, playing the West Coast Conference now when they, they lost a couple earlier in the year. Yeah, you got Gonzaga. You got Auburn. You got Duke. You got Kentucky. Um, you've got Baylor, Baylor. you've got Kansas. I mean, this one's wide open, man. Wide open. It's going, it's always the best tournament every single year. No no other sporting event comes close to the excitement of March Madness, especially those first two, uh, that, you know, that first, those first four days are the best, the first and second, well, the true first and second round. Let me ask you though, is it, is it going to be outside the top four? Is it going to be one of those teams when they go in one through four? I think yeah, I don't think I you're going to see all four number one ones. Seed. No, no, it's I think I think I think you'll see a final four that's like a a two, a four, a six, and a seven or something like that you don't this think year. One, a number one gets in. No, I mean, even even a team one. like Houston could get hot, and they're good enough I to make Marquette. a run again. I mean, you've got Marquette. You look at the Big East. You have Villanova, Marquette, UConn. UConn's good enough to to go on a run. I mean, it's it's a team getting hot. They've just got to get hot for six games, right? That's it. Alabama has been so streaky, but they've beat Gonzaga. They beat Baylor. They kept it close with Kentucky for yeah, the first half. This they can't make weekend. it through the SEC now. So no, no, some, something happened. Man. Something happened with that team. I don't know what it is, but they've got to get it figured out quickly here and right the for ship. Sure, I mean, even the teams from the Mountain West this year, you've got Boise State, you've got um, Wyoming of all teams, uh, and, and uh, you've got uh, San Diego State there. That's good. Um, it's in the West Coast Conference. You've got uh, San Francisco might be a tournament team, and then St. Mary's and, uh, and and Gonzaga. Illinois, Chicago looks good again. Then you look at, a, a t- you know, teams. Um, the Ohio Valleys is pretty stacked right now. Um you know, you've got it. Who wants to play Belmont in the tournament right now? Nobody. Nobody. Nobody wants Just to like play Belmont. Like a Murray State. Talking about what? 
Belmont always shows up. Bel- Belmont's a very good team right now, my friend. I suggest you uh, you do your research, little purple. Are you, are you just saying for them to have an upset or for them to go? No, I'm saying for like the first the two, four. the first two or three yeah. rounds, they oh, can okay. they can make the Sweet Sixteen. Yeah. They're good okay. enough to do that. Just That's like not, a, Murray State, a St. Mary's. Murray State hasn't lost in forever. I mean, it, winning. I thought you were saying Final Four teams. No, no, no. no. I'm we're talking about the upsets from the other conferences. About, I'm talking about just that, how stacked and how even this year seems to be. Well, um, I know my freshman year, West Virginia was a two seed and lost to 15 SF often. That was fucking horrible. Well, listen, well West Virginia is not even going to make the tournament this year, well, so I wouldn't even the, worry about it. They're going to make the NIT, I though. I take Bob Huggins should not be in the Hall of Fame for basketball head coaches. I don't care how many wins he has. He cannot recruit good players that want to stay with him and win a championship. Well, no, 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 no. no. Let, me clar- let me clarify something with Bobby Huggins now. The, the players have gotten too soft. The, the time has changed and mm-hmm. passed his coaching by. The style 100%. of basketball. Hold on. Uh, hold on there, little buddy. Uh, <laughs> the style of basketball he plays is a thing of the past. It's like Steve Fisher at San Diego State. That full court press, grinding, not offensive centric. The, these players don't want to play that style. One, it's physically demanding. Number two, it requires a lot of constant effort. And number three, it don't get you drafted. Nope. And so that's why Bob Huggins isn't building championship teams. His philosophy works. You can see it. Teams that have that approach, Virginia, San Diego State, West Virginia, they have success. They can win in the tournaments because defense. Well, Brian, you, but, I, they're, but, they're, they're, but the other problem, the flip side is the margin for error is so small when you're winning mm-hmm. games 56 to 55. It, one, one play goes one, one way or the other and you can lose. But Brian, can't you also put this back to like the whole recruiting, number, like the rankings that they always give where the, the boosters see it? And if the West Virginia is not in the top 25, but he's going out and getting his guys that are just going to be there and getting the paint and dominate, right? Mm-hmm. That's what those well, other like smaller schools are doing because they, the boosters know it. Oscar Sheboy. Oscar didn't like Huggins as a coach, left to go to Kentucky, and now he's in the player of the year talks. Yeah. It, I feel like he he's not able – and maybe that does go back to his coaching style and players he, being soft. He plays, a but, st- he plays a style. He's not going to coach to his players' strengths. His players are going to change to his style, and that's the way he coaches. Brian, so, when's the last time Kentucky was in uh, the Final Four or the National Championship game? I mean, the, like four years ago? Was it four years ago? I don't remember. But they're, they're one of those original blue bloods that are always going to be there. No, but they always but, have like one of the best recruiting classes. Oh, no, no. They, they oh. underachieved. They've underachieved the last decade. They, they're all, yeah. they're, they're, all those guys just want to be there and then go to the NBA. Yeah, they're yeah. you're not building culture anymore. You're just trying. You're hoping to get the pieces and parts that you need to to make it work, um, and 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 that it comes together. You know, Duke's gone to that now. Let's see. They made the Final Four. Is 2015 was the last time they won the national title. Um, let's see here. And that's pretty 2015. Yeah, I mean it's been it's been a hot minute for them, and they always have well, a top I hope five. I didn't recruiting throw you guys class. off on too much of a tangent, but have a good rest of your show. Take care. See a perp, See. little perp. Yeah, no, and and with Alabama, like he was saying, I was there's four four top twenty five teams right now in the SEC. SEC is going to be tough this year. Yeah, I mean, I'm saying in the, I'm saying to get out of the and that's here in Tampa. Oh, the, you're talking about the SEC tournament? Yeah, yeah, it'll be good. That, that, it, it, it's you've got you've got you know you've got parity in every conference. I think Duke is definitely the best team in the ACC, even though they've dropped a couple of games. 
Um, they are the, clearly the the class of that league. Uh, but the other major conferences are absolutely. I mean, just they're stacked. That there's they're competitive. Kansas again seems to be running away with the Big Twelve like they always do. Yeah. Um, you know, but you look around the nation and you've got these teams that you just really don't want to. It's it's going to be absolute madness this year. I think. I think you're going to see a ton of upsets. Um, it's going to be fun. It's going to be a fun tournament. Yeah. I mean, look at look at the Big Ten. You've got three teams with four losses right now: Wisconsin, Illinois, and Purdue, um, tied for you know at the top of the Big Ten. And and it's like that in in a lot of these conferences. Very competitive basketball. Even the even the lesser conferences, you have like two teams that are 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 battling it out. Like Yale came out of nowhere. They're tied with Princeton in the Ivy. Um, Davidson. You've got Saint yeah. Mary's. I mean, look at Mid American. You've got Toledo fourteen and three. Ohio fourteen and three. Kent State thirteen and four. Buffalo eleven and four. All those teams right there just mashed together. It, it, it typically in seasons like this. We see, and I don't know if it's a COVID effect, if it's the carryover with the extra year for these, that you know, the extra year of eligibility, I think, is a big deal for these smaller schools because you have essentially six-year seniors now on some of these teams that are playing basketball. But even Missouri Valley, Illinois, Chicago, Loyola, Chicago, rather, 12 and 4. Northern Iowa, 12 and 4. Missouri State, 11 and 5. Drake, 11 and 5. I mean, these these conferences are all so tight. And most years you see a team 16 and 0, and then the next team's 11 and 5 in yeah. the conference. And, and you're just not seeing that as much this year. It's going to be fun. I, I love co- college basketball and, and March Madness. Florida State didn't get that this year. The ACC is down. I mean, no, but I'm it, saying Florida State last year. Remember, they called it off, and they were the number three. That was their that was year. two years ago. Was it two years yeah, ago? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was their year. Yeah, that was their they year. They were struggling. They since were then. they were looking good that year. Yeah, no, they're not. They're not even an NIT team this year. Oh, you don't think so? Seven and ten with a fourteen and three overall record. One and two against. Uh, no. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't know they were fourteen and thirteen. I thought they were a lot better. No, no, they've been struggling, and they have a tough. Uh, they have a tough closing schedule. I think. They, uh, Virginia, Notre Dame, NC State. Yeah, that's uh, that's you know Notre Dame's playing really well. Um, NC State will give them a run for their money. No, they won't. I but, went and watched USF over the weekend. What a sad, sad program. Well, that, is. that is a very sad program. I remember the days. Of, well, what was that? 2012, I think it was. Stan Heath. When they the guy that they should have never fired. Anthony Collins. Yeah. Well. And Dominique Jones. It's very disappointing to I took uh, I took Walker to his first basketball game, and it was very uh, I think it was about five hundred people, maybe less, in there. And, At least uh, it was quiet for him. They, well, they they still have the band playing as loud as they possibly can. <laughs> uh, so, like there was five six thousand people in there, but you just watch. They played Tulane, and it's sad basketball. It is sad basketball. Brian Gregory needs to go. Instead, he got an extension. Because I mean, what are they going to do? They they keep always going for that guy they think's going to be the next USF should be a, a school that they pulled the plug on Stan Heath too soon, and and when they do, be- and and they fired Levitt when they shouldn't have the the Gen Shaft Willard regime destroyed USF athletics. They thought in, in a yeah. way in a way that I don't think anybody really fully understands and appreciates. But uh, people, our listeners don't care about USF. No, I know. I just I was saying I went to a college. What they care game. about and what everybody is a buzz on YouTube are the clips from our predictions. Well I was gonna ask you about Jawan Howard. Oh man. What was a gonna, stupid because we were we were still talking about college basketball. So I mean we can hold hold off on the clips if you want. I mean no, I want to get into them because that's yeah, what no, the but people I, but want. I kind of want to hear. Brian, you're very funny. 
but I cannot even fathom how you think that the Raiders are going to challenge the Chiefs in the West, bro. Well, so I wanna I wanna just see what your reaction is, Jawan Howard, before we get into your Raiders. Uh, you love playing fest. the one clip that you got. Oh, I mean, I got more. I okay, okay, no, no, no. Um, Jawan Howard made a huge mistake. I think the five game suspension is appropriate. And you don't think they should have done postseason too? Doesn't really matter. Michigan ain't going anywhere. So NIT. Okay, big freaking whoop. Who cares about the NIT? Literally, who cares? It's they're playing to be the the sixty ninth best team in the nation. <laughs> I mean, really, it sort of boils down. Realistically, they're probably like the twentieth best team in the nation when they win the NIT. But I, I, he made a huge mistake. I'm glad his career is not over. I don't. I I am not a cancel culture guy. I I believe that people deserve a second chance. I believe you look at the totality of their work, not their worst moment when judging someone. Um, and you know, Juwan Howard made a huge mistake. As long as he owns it and is contrite, now you do this again, you're you're fucked. Now he has gotten in arguments with other Big Ten coaches. Uh, and had has been in arguments during the game. Yeah, but it's never gotten physical, and it's never crossed the line. So, you know, coaches get in arguments. That happens. Coach K's gotten in arguments with Roy Williams. Coach, you know, all, all coaches get in arguments. They're If they're passionate and they're fiery and they care about their teams, they're going to get in arguments. 81390-BUBBA. But, but, I mean, do, do you see that being leadership, though, to put your hands on uh, an assistant coach in front of your players? He... Now, I, no, it's terrible leadership. I mean, I, I don't, I, I'm not a like a, a Juwan Howard defender. I just don't think his life and his career and his livelihood should be over because he made one mistake. Um, if he does anything like like you've got now, you've shortened your rope, right? You've shortened up what they'll tolerate, and you better start winning because if you're out there throwing punches and you're not, you're not making the big dance, then uh, Michigan don't need you. And he, I think he just got an extension. But let me ask you this question: What's worse, what John Gruden did or what Jawan Howard did? I think what Gruden did is worse because it's. It, it, and again, I, I'm not necessarily saying Gruden should have lost his job and lost his career over this, but it's worse in the sense that it wasn't in the heat of the moment. It was an email. You know, emails generally aren't fiery and passionate, and and you can you don't get swept away and caught up in it. Um, but I'm not one of the ones that thinks John Gruden should have been canceled out forever. I, I think he should have been given Suspended. the opportunity to explain himself, to make amends and, you know, and, and yeah, suspended. But, um, but I, you know, if, if the Raiders truly, I, we, what we know from that situation is that Mark Davis did not want to fire John Gruden. He did not want to. He was forced to by the NFL. Oh, oh, yeah, because they were going to release a lot more emails. Yeah, I and mean, he was on it too, so that wouldn't have probably looked too good, or for everyone else that was. Yeah, on they there. blackmailed him into doing it, but uh, you know, I I'm not a fan of ruining somebody's life, especially with out of context emails and bits and pieces of things. Um, you know, I'm not a huge fan of that. But but uh, again, if you're if you're asking me which one's more egregious. Um, you know, Howard's can be explained away with heat of the moment. Gruden's can't be explained away as easily. Doesn't it seem kind of weird though that he didn't like even seem apologetic? He's like, "Oh, he laid his hand on me. I tried to defend myself." I mean, I guess maybe it wouldn't look as bad if he came out and said, "Look, in the heat of the moment after the game, I was upset. I was upset. He called a timeout. We're all very competitive." 
I lost my cool. I shouldn't have done that, and I'm sorry. But instead, he just kind of made excuses, which... Yeah, you know, I don't like the response to it, but again, now he's gone a short leash. If if Michigan wants to keep him around, that's their choice. They've made the decision to do so, and so now he's got, you know, he's got to deal with it. He's got to deal with the fallout of his and the repercussions of his actions. And last topic before we hit on the football stuff, um, what is going on with baseball? There's people in chat that have been saying it. I mean, uh, I mean, right now I bought, you know, we bought season tickets for the USF Bulls. For just to be able to watch some kind of baseball, I, I keep hearing reports that they're so far away. Haas nine nine zero four nine nine four ninety nine. bitch. This one. is they're not they're not so far away. They they will come together next week. There'll be a deal in place by the end of next week. They it, this is this is classic negotiating tactics. You put pressure on each other. You wait until the very end. You know, so many of our cases when we're in all day mediations on high state cases and things like that as as lawyers. You'll be mediating over stupid shit for six hours. And then in the seventh hour, as the end of the day is coming, all of a sudden it, it, things move quickly. And so, yes, you, you, you dig in, you make these little incremental moves. Um, but I think by March 3rd, March 4th, we'll have a, a, uh, a resolution. And, and I'll make a further prediction that the, game, that the season ends up being 162 games long still. Um, they'll have you know maybe a slightly shortened spring training three weeks, three and a half weeks instead of four. Um, but my prediction remains that they will have a deal in place by Friday of next week. So wh- when do you think they'll start? April? April? Like I, Mid-April? The opening day may not even be pushed back. If they, can, if they can have a deal in place by Friday, March 4th, they could be playing games by march 31st now do you kind of know just for the people because there's been people that have asked me and i i kind of i kind of try to read up about it and i get a little like it just seems like it's close but then they say do do you know kind of a little bit more of the details of it oh it's wonky man there's so many there's so many details in the collective bargaining agreement for major league baseball because it involves minor league stuff and it involves drug testing and it involves players contracts and it involves salary cap not salary caps but luxury taxes and and all this stuff is is just there's a a, that's part of the reason why it takes so long to do this this process should have been started uh you know much sooner and and in earnest back as the the day the season ended they should have started like like heavy heavy negotiations yeah uh instead they waited a while and and it's pressure you know, pressure gets these things done. The the stress of, you know, starting to when when the when the two players at, right now, what are they losing? They're not losing anything. They've they've got n- nothing to lose in this moment. So, uh, you know, the owners have said, "Oh, February twenty eighth is the deadline. If we don't have a deal in place by February twenty eighth, we're going to start losing games." That's not true. It's not necessarily true. They didn't lose game. They they had a three week um, spring training after when they came back from COVID. They were able to make that happen, and and we'll see it again. You know, the, you make some slight tweaks, even even if some games. Let's say my prediction of March fourth is it doesn't come to fruition, and it goes into the following week. You just you you, you schedule a couple seven inning games, uh, double headers, and you get the full season in anyways. They're, they will play 162 games. The season will start either on March 31st or you know within a day or two thereabouts. We're not going to be losing any baseball. Well, I mean, I think they reported uh, Matt Max Scherzer. If there is a lockout and they do lose a couple games, 
Now, this is kind of crazy. 232,000 a day. Yeah. And Garrett Cole, 193,000 a it's, day. It's nuts. When you break down like what they make per pitch or per inning, it's insane money. Insane. And isn't that one thing that they're kind of fighting about? The owners are trying to not increase. No, revenues are up. The owners, you know, they're both being, both sides, want, you know, the players want what they see as their fair cut, and the owners want to keep as much of their money as they can. It's a story as old as time. And they'll, they'll both sides have a lot to lose, and they won't risk losing it. I'm telling you, there will be a deal in place by next Friday. Uh, miraculously, you'll you'll hear a story about around Tuesday or Wednesday, major breakthrough is the size, blah, 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 blah. And then they'll hammer out the rest of the details, and then they'll be, you know, at at, at uh, reporting to spring training on, on the following Monday, whatever that is, March 7th. Now, I know this can't happen, I, I don't think, but couldn't there be a way, someone was talking to me about this this weekend, the like say the major leaguers were holding out. Couldn't they have the MIL? You know, the, like have to, if AAA couldn't the major league teams pick up the AAA contracts, or are they all could together? Because I always thought the minor league and the no, major it, league it's would, connected. It, they they, they would have to get the scabs and and it. Look, it's not it's not going to it's not going to come to that. It's not going to come to that. They first of all, they're not that they're not worlds apart. Like just based upon what I'm what I've heard reported. They're not so far apart. That's why I wore my race shirt, jersey today, my race jersey. I thought that was maybe in like a RIP. No, no. This was because I, I know the real deal, which is we're going to have a full Major League Baseball season. I'm not worried about this. Because there are some people reporting out there that, you know, they're so far apart. Of course they, they are, just... because that gets clicks, man. Saying they're, they're nearing a deal doesn't get you clicks. That doesn't get people talking. Doesn't get people fired up. It's also PR, man. The owners have... You know, ins that players have ins with the media and the players' association, and they try to get messages out. You know, they, it, there there will be a full season. I'm not worried. I, I haven't been worried about it since the season ended, and uh, and and I'm not worried about it now. Well, I had my my first spring training tickets already canceled, so it makes me sad. Yeah, you'll lose some spring training games. I so, mean that does hurt the you know the small towns and then no, obviously it does. More, yeah, it, it does it does it's sad that you know that they they be in, they end up being the only ones who suffer through this process. I mean that's the reason why we went out about college because we want to take Walker to a couple of baseball games and obviously driving down to the Trop is kind of a pain in the ass and you got some you know spring training sites around here that would be nice to go out and watch. See for me driving to USF it's it's actually quicker for me to drive to the Trop than it is to drive out to USF from West Chase area where I live. Oh really? Even at that four or five o'clock. Oh, it's br- brutal. Go- no, going that way across the bridge, it, because from West Chase, you, you skip the, the Tampa traffic part, and the, the bridge really doesn't get backed up much anymore. Oh, yeah, that's true. They're so, no, it's, it's, a, it's a solid 35 minutes for me to get to the Sun Dome, and I can get down to the Trop in, in about 25, 30 minutes. So here's our clips for football, because we can get into football now. So what I did was, when I clipped them down, there's, like, with certain divisions – the NFC North, where we all had the Packers, and then somehow we argued on what we argued for about 15, 20 minutes. So I can't really uh, cut that down. We all pretty much picked the Packers. So let's see how we did here with our Super Bowl picks. And your first call. Brian, you're very funny, but I cannot even fathom how you think that the Raiders are going to challenge the Chiefs in the West, bro. We'll see. Well, what do you think about that now, Brian, with the Raiders? I mean, they did challenge the Chiefs in the West. They they finished second, which uh, I don't think you had them finishing second. No, I did not. I think you may have had them fourth. 
No, no, I, I had them third. Okay. I had them third. Okay. And uh, and if they didn't have the clusterfuckery of a season that they had, they may have very well tied the Chiefs for that division. I think they did challenge the Chiefs in the sense that uh, that – they were in it. They lost both games to them, so that's not much of a challenge. But if they yeah. win, if they win one of those games against the Chiefs, they tie with them for the division. Um, they weren't too far off. I don't think it was a terrible prediction. Uh, I think ten and seven was respectable, and I hope the Bucks tr- find a way to trade for Derek Carr. Not gonna happen. I don't eight. want fucking Carson Wentz. I don't want Carson I don't, Wentz. And I, and I, I, I don't get want Jimmy that G. shit out of the media, man. I don't want Jimmy G. No, either. that's not gonna happen. But Carson Wentz, give me a break. I'll take Kirk Cousins. I'll take Derek Carr. Do not send us Carson. Fucking There's no way Wentz. we could take Kirk Cousins because of his contract. No, they, we, we pick can. Up that Thirty million. We can if if we incentivize Minnesota to retain salary. They got to convert to signing bonus. There's a way to do it. You could get them to eat about twenty million of that. 40 of uh, that 35 million and uh you know give them but it's going to cost you a first round pick or a second round pick to, to make them do it in a afc north i'm going tennessee it's tennessee i think well, there we go i think we were right on that one yeah nfc west nope not at all who do you got winning that division i think seattle bounces back oof, oof. i don't think seattle bounced back no, i missed that was a wild miss on that one I think I uh, can disagree because I got the 49ers bouncing back. You huh? missed on that too, buddy. Nah, but he made the playoffs at least. Yeah, they did, but they finished third. Yep. They, didn't, they didn't win that division. We were talking about winning the division. No, no, I know. We I picked know. the hold bottom on. two hey, teams. Hold on. I left my thing in there. I mean, but I, I think yeah. we did go on to say how incredibly close that division was. Oh, no. We talked about it. Yeah. In, I mean, like, I mean, that whole show, this is the thing with the whole show, the whole show for the hour and 45 minutes was us breaking down every team, every division. Yeah. So, I mean, we broke it down, and obviously when we were going, we even talked back and forth and then even switched up a couple things. So uh, on the AFC East, I think we were on right on this one too. The AFC East, we all pretty much picked that the Buffalo Bills win, and yeah. we were right. But I think the the interesting comment, the commentary on the AFC East was who was going to be the second best team. And I told everybody that I had New England, I you believe. You did. You and did. you had Miami? Yes, I did. Yeah. You said it would be interesting between the two. Um, we went back and forth. I was trying to actually get the clip, but it was on a different show. Was uh, We were talking about who would have more fantasy points uh, between Mac Jones and Daniel Jones. We all picked Daniel Jones, which yeah. was a big mistake, which I have that clip down. But I, this was for the division. Uh, next one is AFC North. With that division, I mean, who do you see winning that one? I got uh, Cleveland winning that division. Uh, I, fuck, nice. I probably went with Baltimore, I think. You did. I think Baltimore wins the division. But then, but it sounds like I'm qualifying that with something afterwards. You were just saying if uh, if Jackson – or no, you started going into a whole Steelers rant. Oh, okay. If uh, Ben Roethlisberger – and then we started talking about how he might be taking the Tom Brady juice, and that was another six, seven-minute talk about that. Um, but yeah, you were pretty confident with Lamar Jackson coming back that that division was not as strong as it looks. And it wasn't. And, and, you know, Joe Burrow, uh, managed to find a way to win games. It was impressive, which I think is because, and and the only reason I think the only other division that could, could try and make that argument is the AFC North and they have Cincinnati. So you can't. 
I said of anybody, of every team having a chance to win it, and we were talking in the context of the AFC West. Yeah. I totally missed on that. I'll, I'll own it. I, but realistically, coming no, off on, a listen. blown off knee, uh, no, no offensive line to speak of. Uh, it, it was confounding that that the Cincinnati Bengals were just a Jamar Chase away from becoming a Super Bowl contending <laughs> well, team. Yeah, it was because I I kind of broke it down. I was like, well, you know, the Bengals, you know, they're they're probably going to be improving. And you're like, well, I think uh, this division would be really good, but they have the Bengals in it. So, but you were bigger on the you were higher on the Browns yes, than I was. I was. Oh yeah, and I was right about them being fucking losers. I think that the term I said was fucking losers. They have no winners on that team. They don't yep. know how to win. They'll never win until they figure until they bring in people who have won before. And, and Baker Mayfield's a joke. Yes, I, yes, that is uh, what you said. You said Baker Mayfield is a loser. He's I not did. ready to leave. Yep, yep, yep. And I was right, hundred percent. And I think we talked about Odell Beckham, and you said he needs to get out of there because he doesn't belong. Yes. Barrows is good. My oh, super. Oh, I'm sorry. What was that? Was that Joe Barrows is good? Well, prediction. Yes. Is Tampa Bay Buffalo. Tampa Bay Buccaneers. <laughs> my real prediction is the Bucks over Kansas City, but my my wild card prediction is the Bucks over the Raiders. There we go. Could have happened too. <sighs> We just had a, a racist head coach, a murderous, drunken driver, and uh, <laughs> an assault and battery away from possibly the Raiders being there. Yeah. The Raiders are going to learn to play defense this year. But you still had the box repeating. They did Bucks not, repeating. by the way. That, that, they did not they, learn how to we, play defense? We, we checked. We, we ran that through the lie detector test, and that was a lie. 439 points allowed. Uh, I think it was the most of any team that made the playoffs. Yeah, that wasn't uh, um, easily. It easily. was uh, It was by far and away the most of any team that made the playoffs. <laughs> I don't think any team that made the playoffs gave up more than 350 Oh, no, the the Eagles were second worst. They gave up 385. Yeah. Well, was anyone in the 400 range? No. <laughs> no. That defense didn't improve. That Rob, was that was a lie. That, that's Johanna a tough division, though, to play wow. defense. You know, that's a tough division to go out there and expect anybody. I mean, you're playing the Chiefs and the rate and the Chargers four times. You're going to give up some points. I don't know. You did call the Chargers the joke of the uh, with the, what's his name? John. I, st- I stand behind that. Rob Johanigan, <laughs> 500 stars. I stand behind that. Brady stays healthy. There ain't no team in the NFL that's even close to as good top to bottom offense and defense and special teams than the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And that's still true. And then and fucking play defense on that last drive against against the Rams and they and they're and they're in the Super Bowl oh, and they, they and the they fucking first of all they embarrass. They would have taken Cincinnati apart in that game. It would not have even been as close as it ended up being. They would have taken with apart the San Francisco. Oh, uh, they would have just. It's so and I know it's so easy to say. I oh, would have, could have, should have. Absolutely, the Buccaneers. We're still and and that now I will say this taking Godwin out of the mix that oh, that that's bad. pretty that's pretty fucking huge but if Godwin stay doesn't blow out his knee even without Antonio Brown they win the Super Bowl and it's not even particularly close. Oh Who's well, your wild card Super Bowl team. No, no, no. Bucks Bills my wild card. Uh, Bucks and the Chiefs is that they, the the well, Raiders are going to finally put it together under Gruden. They've got a lot. Oh, like. I wasn't wrong, man. They made the playoffs. So that clip cut off a little bit on it, but it said about uh, how John Gruden's finally going to put this team together. He got a lot of talent. (laughs) 
He did. He they were what did they start when Gruden before the before the uh the whole controversy came out, what was their record? They were what, five and two? Yeah, you were feeling good. You were I pounding was. your chest every week. Yeah, I was feeling really good. They uh, closed out the season hella good. You know, they beat the Browns, Broncos, Colts, and Chargers to make the playoffs four four wins in four weeks is not easy to do in the NFL. Eight one three nine zero B U B B A. Yeah, when I was going back on text with you. Uh, I think there was one week where you were like, Raider. My favorite spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get when you're talking through Mint Mobile. I mean, I can't believe that I've been living some other life with all this scratchy mobile when I can get crystal clear and the best mobile through Mint Mobile. And I can do it all for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. I can afford this. How much have I been paying on my other plan? Probably getting gouged. But it's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk, text, and data for $15 a month. Say bye-bye to your overpriced wireless plan. I mean, I'm talking jaw-dropping monthly bills and unexpected overages. Say goodbye to all that nonsense. Mint Mobile is here to rescue you with a premium wireless plan starting at $15 a month. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the largest 5G network. Use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and bring your phone number along with all your existing contacts. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for 15 bucks a month to get this new customer offer and your three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month go to mintmobile.com forward slash bubba that's mintmobile.com forward slash b-u-b-b-a cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com forward slash bubba 45 dollars upfront payment required equivalent to 15 a month new customers on first three-month plan only speed slower above 40 gigabyte on unlimited plans additional taxes fees and restrictions Supply. See Mint Mobile for details. I think I had like two or three times because they uh, they came out pretty hot. Uh, so I mean the, the other ones obviously with our Tampa Bay Bucks pick um, and then our Chiefs pick on those. Except for you, really wanted the Raiders. Uh, the, I, I was listening to the last two week shows where you know you were bragging about the Raiders offense looking absolutely amazing. It was thirty three. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 26-31 they, st- they open the year with against the Ravens, Steelers, and Dolphins, which were not slouches of defenses that they were going up against. Um, they, they, they were putting up some numbers. They had it going. They were cooking with fire. <sighs> then the NFL stepped in and ruined it all. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, I would have looked like a motherfucking genius. Or the Cavassier stepped in and ruined it all. Well, that, yeah, they needed to pass the Cavassier, not drink it. Exactly. Well, I mean, I was also listening to little clips of me uh, really just blowing. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. 
but you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater. I mean, I think I had like a nine-minute argument with you on oh. Teddy Bridgewater. And how I said he's a joke and he's just a replacement-level quarterback and blah, blah, blah. And you're like, no, he's really good. He'll lead teams. I'd still take, I would still take him as the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. If you want to just go, if you just— I think he's better you, than Blaine Garrett. If you, of course he is. But do you, I don't—here's the thing with the Bucks. I either want to lose with Trask and know that we got nothing with him— or get a quarterback that we can actually win our division and, and make a run in the playoffs with. I do not want a fucking journeyman, Bridgewater, Taylor, fucking Wentz guy. I don't want to go 9-8. and eight. Okay, they have a tough schedule. I don't want to be the team that just misses the playoffs or just gets into the playoffs. I want rings or I want early draft picks. That's it. I, I, the worst thing you can be in the NFL is mediocre. I don't want to go worst back to thing. draft picks, Brian. I don't want to go back to draft picks. We had that for so long once John Gruden got fired. We don't him. have to go back to draft picks, but I tell you right now, if Teddy Bridgewater is your quarterback, you're going to be waiting to go back to draft picks. You're going to wish you were back to draft picks because 7-10 to 10 to 9-8 and eight is the worst place to be in the NFL. The worst. The worst. Now, you look, they're going to play in a division that is going to be god-awful. God off. Oh, yeah. The Saints are the bottom. of. The, we can make our preseason predictions right now. This would be really easy to set it up. I'm going to call it right now. Brian, you agree with me. At this point in time, and this now point, with court, now, now, with the caveat being who's going to be the quarterback for Carolina, who's going to be the quarterback for Atlanta, who's going to be the quarterback for New Orleans. And I don't think any division well, all, in I, football has more uncertainty right now than the NFC South. I don't think at all the Saints can afford a decent quarterback. Go out and get a quarterback. Unless they trade away the entire future and get a team to retain all salary. No, it's not going to happen. I think they're going to be bottom, followed by the Panthers, Falcons, and Bucks. See, here's the difference, though, is that the Saints have a good defense. And if they they could literally just get a quarterback that doesn't lose them games and be mediocre. Teddy Bridgewater. They could. It could be him. Yeah, you can go back there. It could be Jameis if he can recover from the injury. It could be uh, Taysom Hill. I mean, they play a very conservative game plan when he's under center. It, it, regardless of who it ends up being, they are still probably the second best team in that div- in that division. Regardless of who their quarterback ends up being, it's not like they had stellar quarterback play this year and went nine and eight. True. So what changes? Not a whole lot. Now that. Depends on how they rework these contracts. If they decide to go to a full rebuild and trade off pieces and cut guys and and make and weaken that defense, but that defense that they've rolled out there is good enough to win them seven to nine games. I think the Bucks' defense is also good enough to win them the seven to nine, and their offenses obviously. No, they will be that type of team, but I don't want to be. They've got to be a twelve to thirteen win team. They've got to be. They have to be. And whoever you bring in at quarterback has to be good enough to get you to that point. Who's it going to be? I don't think it's Carson Wentz. I don't think it's Teddy Bridgewater. No. I don't think it's Tyrod Taylor. I I mean, I would love to get Deshaun Watson. Don't want Jimmy G. But I have a feeling the league is going to finally enact punishment on him as soon as he gets traded. Um, I don't want Jimmy G. The only two quarterbacks that I want right now that are realistically available are either Derek Carr or Kirk Cousins. The beauty of Carr is if you could get 
the Raiders. Uh, you don't even need to get the Raiders to retain salary on him because I think he's only like nineteen million. Yeah, he's not much. I think he is and it's one year. It's one year. So you get an audition year with him. Yeah, but what do you got to trade for him? Second round pick. Will Wilson, hundred stars. Depends. It depends on what they want to do. If if they want Jimmy G in in Oakland and they trade for Jimmy G, then you can get Carter a lot cheaper. Now let's say we lose. Let's say the Buccaneers lose Godwin. And it looks like Landry wants to get out of the Browns. You do you bring her at Landry in here with Mike Evans? Wouldn't he be kind of a good little setup for Land, uh, for uh, Mike Evans? No, he's a good possession receiver. He's good out of the slot. Um, you know, you've got to have two good wideouts, and and there's no guarantee you're going to have any tight ends. I mean, Brate's okay. The the Bucks are not going to be. I mean, if you, they lose Fournette, and they lose two to three of the six offensive linemen that they have. They're, O.J. Howard's gone. Gronk's probably not coming back. Nope. Brady's gone. Godwin, you know, they could always tag him again, but that's going to cost a lot. It's going to cost like $24, 25000000 million probably. Yeah. Um, and you're just <sighs> pissing him off even more. They. Th- this is why, though, I think the Bucks need to move sooner than later on the quarterback position because if I'm a free agent, if I'm Leonard Fournette, right, and I'm trying to decide do I want to re-sign with the Bucks, do I want to run it back with this team that saved me when Jacksonville didn't believe and no in me. One else, no one else wanted him. Right. Um, but you need to know who the quarterback's going to be. No. You can't You can't make a decision as a free agent. Like, do I want to be an offensive lineman for the Buccaneers if I'm pass protecting for Teddy Bridgewater? No. I, I'll, I'll go out on the open market, and I'll go to a team that has a chance to really win a, a Super Bowl. Or Gabbert. What? Or Gabbert. Ugh. Don't even start. It would be Kyle. Just, listen, it, would be, seen, it would be Kyle Trask over Blaine Gabbert. There is no. You see the reports. No, there is no world. There is no world that exists in in the metaverse, in the in the omniverse, in the ultraverse, anything where Blaine Gabbert is the starting quarterback for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in 2022. There is no. There is a zero point zero percent chance of that coming to fruition. So everybody can stop with the Blaine Gabbert talk. It's idiotic. It's idiotic, and it actually it's insulting, and it shows a lack of football intelligence. Headlines, CBS Sports, Tom Brady's successor, Buccaneers, Bruce Arians offers high praise. New York Post, former backup Blaine Gabbert reaping praise. Fox News, Blaine Gabbert. Lummy's Chip with $5 on YouTube. Oh, thank you, Lummy's Chip. That's what everyone's saying right now. Nobody, it's it's fucking smokescreen. It's stupid. You're you're adult if you believe that. I'm, I'm just, Blaine Gabbert is not an NFL starting quarterback. It will not. Ha- I'll tell you right now. If Blaine Gabbert is starting for the Bucks, it's because they did not resign any of their of their essential free agents, and they're going into a full rebuild rebuild tank mode. That is the. And but I don't see it happening. They have too much invested right now. They 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 put their chips in for the next two to three seasons. They don't have a choice but to try and compete now. It's not going to happen. You don't see him going back to the 2015. Try and pick a year. Try and pick a, try just, and pick a fucking year with Blaine saying. Gabbert where he's looked like an NFL starting quarterback. Try, uh, try, try. What season? Okay, hold on. What, what season Blaine Gabbert do you, do you want? 2015? No, no, I'm going to have to go with 2011, his rookie year. He played 14 <laughs> games. With, with that 50.8% completion percentage? Yeah. That Blaine Gabbert? Give yeah. me a fucking break. The guy's, I mean, he's never, uh, he had, no, his best season is when he went 3-5 and five in, in San Francisco. 
Will Wilson said on Facebook. That's not what Aaron said. What? He believes in They're them. fucking, it's, it's, it's all, it's stupid. It's clickbait. It's, it's, it's off-season garbage articles that, that take a quote and then run with it. Like it means something. It's, 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 it, it, it is, again, it's just bait. Don't take the bait. Don't take the bait. Don't be stupid. Blaine Cabert will never be the starting quarterback for any team entering a season ever, ever. Not the Bucks, not the Jets, not the Panthers, not the Jaguars. Nobody. Texans. Nobody. Blaine Gabbert's not even good enough to be the starting quarterback for the Houston Texans. Well, so right now, uh, Mike J- Jerkins and uh, Chad said Texans would probably want five draft picks for Watson. Is he worth it? Five draft picks. You know they're going to want probably what two first. He's two only second, he's only worth it the, if if they're ret- two two things. One retaining salary because the Bucks have a lot of free agents they would need to sign, and number two, uh, you 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 know that you can re-sign those free agents. Because the Bucks could absolutely win a title with the roster that they have this year uh, with Deshaun Watson as their quarterback. Deshaun Watson is probably the second or third most talented quarterback in the NFL right now. Even sitting out a year. He's even better sitting out a year, not having to play for that fucking awful franchise and team. Yes, Name, name, okay, if you're, building a, if you're building a team right now for the next five seasons, name the top three quarterbacks you would want to build around. Rob Johannigan, a thousand Rob stars. Rob Johannigan, okay, that's number one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, if you're going off, obviously, youth, uh, Joe no, Burrows. You're, build, you're building a team, yeah. yeah. Joe Burrows. Mm-hmm. Joe Burrows. Um, I'd probably build uh, Patrick Mahomes. Mm. Don't like him. Mm. This year, it showed a lot to me. Yeah, I know, but you can still build around him. I don't know. I I'd don't probably know. have this, to say third. Josh uh, Allen or Deshaun Watson? I mean, that was, that's the only other choices at I was this gonna point. Say, well, actually, you know what? I'll cancel uh, Mahomes. I'll put Josh Allen in there. You forgot about him for a second? Well, because I started going through it kind of quick. I yeah. was going to put him number three, but I, I do I do like Watson. But yeah, just giving up that. But much look at the stat. Look at the st- yes, it would, but it wouldn't hurt because what are you? What are you really giving up? You're you're you will gladly sacrifice the five years from now. You know, for five years of being competitive with Deshaun Watson, he was able to win games with a Texans team that was absolute trash. Absolute trash year after year. No, yeah. no legitimate. Who was his? Who was his? Obviously. He had Hopkins, but he had uh, 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 Audrey Johnson, right? To start, mm-hmm. yeah, he started his career with Johnson, and then he had Hopkins. But he had Hopkins and never had a solid number two. Yeah, they'd have to restructure his contract next year. His base salary, his dead cap would be forty million down cap hit. Well, no, that's dead cap though for um, no fifty fifty one million dead cap cap hit forty million. Yeah, that's the, but the the so yeah any any trade for Watson by a team that's competing is going to re- require the Texans to retain, uh, which is fine. The, the Texans are absolutely set up to retain. They're in complete and total rebuild for the next five six years, so they're fine to retain. They don't need the they don't need the money. 
They literally don't need the money. If, they, if they're talking about going with Davis Mills, <laughs> their starting quarterback next season, they don't <laughs> give a fuck. They, will, they are perfectly fine finishing in the bottom three for the next three seasons and just, you know, cashing in on whatever they can get for, uh, for Deshaun. And letting Lovey Smith just flounder up there. Yeah, but I mean, you're getting, you're getting a quarterback who's in his absolute fucking prime for one, two, three, four seasons. Four seasons with Deshaun. I mean, I, I don't see how you don't make that move. No, listen, I, I 100% agree. I would love to see him here. It's just the way to make sense. You, a first, two first, two seconds, and, and a conditional third. And with uh, Blaine Gabbert thrown in? <laughs> if if we're if we're so lucky, <laughs> if we're so lucky, they would take Blaine. He uh, he wouldn't even start for them though. They would go with Davis Mills. He would. There is not a team in the NFL that if Blaine Gabbert was on, he would start at quarterback for. That's why I don't understand the insanity of suggesting that he's a possibility for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He would not start for any other. He wouldn't even start in New Orleans. He wouldn't even start in New Orleans. Well, That's how bad he is. They would go with Book over over Gabbert. You know Gabbert's a fucking loser. You uh, Book could catch fire. Who the fuck knows? You would never ever start Blaine Gabbert unless you had no fucking choice. Let me. So there's also reports who I think these guys are ass buckets too, but a lot of people will disagree. Jimmy G and Carson Wentz are saying that Carson Wentz will be out of Indianapolis and they want to bring in Jimmy G. I think that's a. I've also heard Carr to Indianapolis, Wentz to the Bucks. The Bucks better not trade for Carson Wentz. I think. I think. I think Jimmy G is actually a worse quarterback than Wentz. I would agree with that. However, Jimmy G knows how to manage the the locker ball, room and, and the, the ball. ball yeah. And I just don't like. Uh, I don't like Wentz's decision making. And apparently, he's a locker room cancer. That's the tag that's been put on him. Uh, he forced his way out of Philly. He's now getting shoved out the door. I mean, you, you, the, the, the red flags that are attached to the SS Wentz right now are so fucking alarming that you would have to be completely desperate to make a trade for him, or they would have to be incentivizing you to take him. You know, and, and I just, it's a terrible, it's a, it would be a terrible move considering the other options that are out there. I would rank Jimmy G ahead of him slightly, just because he doesn't bring the headache that comes with Carson Wentz. And the Colts are right there, too. They should have been. In they, the playoffs. Should, they should have not only been in the playoffs, they should have been competing. They, they, they didn't have the receiving core to, to win this year, but they should have been competing for at, at least, you know, getting into the divisional round. There. Oh, you, you mean the last game of the year when they're playing the Lonely Jaguars? And or, the, or the game before that when they lost to the Raiders. Yeah, well, listen, if I'm going to the Jaguars, I'm already getting printed, you know, these hats that we, we made the playoffs this year. I mean, 26 to 11 to the Lonely Jaguars is pretty bad. Lonely or lowly? Lonely. They're lonely. <laughs> they're lonely. They're lonely. They're going to be in the bottom for a long time. Lonely in that bottom spot. Yeah. I mean, look at... <laughs> Did you see the numbers? So Texas was fucking horrible in 2020 when Watson played. Horrible. They won four. They were four and twelve. And so you can put a lot on him. Did you see what his stats were? Yeah. He I, threw for 4,800 yards, 70 percent completion percentage, 33 touchdowns versus seven picks. Yeah. I mean, he added three rushing touchdowns and and 444 yards on the ground. 
This is a he is a transformational generational quarterback who has languished on the the Texans and and now has a chance to go out and excel with a team. Now I hope his legal troubles don't follow him. None of those women reported him as rape. This is all this is all just a distraction. Isn't it all he's any represented or the ladies are represented by one lawyer? Yes, the 22 massage therapists all represented by the same lawyer. Nobody reported anything to any authorities. Nobody ever, you know, many of them went back and serviced him multiple times. Um yeah, serviced. Yeah. Well, at 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 this point, you know, even his own lawyer said, yeah, consensual acts did p- take place. So whatever. If you, if you had a problem with it, tell him no. And if he insists on continuing, then you, you end the massage and you call the police. I mean, it's, it's not very hard. It's not a complicated formula here. So, look, is he a creep? Maybe. I don't care if he's a creep. No, I mean, whatever. He likes massages. You know, and, and that's his thing. That's his thing. And if you're not into it, it's a mas- I totally get it. I'm not saying he had the right to do anything like that. I'm just saying if you're the mas- none of them reported it as an assault. None of them. The, all the allegations, you know, came one after another after another pylon effect. It's pretty much any woman who ever gave a massage to him ended up coming forward. So I want to talk about your also favorite team here because in chat they mentioned uh, the Steelers. Now they got Brian Flores. What do you, what's your opinion on the Brian, Brian Flores going to <laughs> the, the greatest Steelers? linebacker coach in NFL history? Well, I mean, him and uh, Mike Tomlin are going to be coaches together. I so. think it's it's a match made in heaven if they can get their quarterback situation right there. Mason Rudolph, right? Is that because that's what Polsky? It could be Rudolph. I mean, they could try him out. I think Mike Tomlin will win nine games with Mason Rudolph as his starting quarterback. I think if they make a trade or make a move, they'll win with. They'll win. They'll find a way to win with whatever quarterback they have, and the defense will improve over this past season. And and in that division, assuming Baltimore doesn't have an amazing bounce back, which I don't think they'll have an amazing one. Probably not. Um. But uh, I think they still have a chance to compete in that division. Cincinnati, they caught fire this year. Now teams are going to have a lot more tape on Burrow. You know, they they know what Jamar Chase is capable of now. I, I think uh, you know you, you can change the way you game plan them, and uh, things will get interesting in the FC North again. The Browns will still be a joke. That's the one constant. Well, the Browns gotta, will still be a fucking joke. You got to remember though, the Bengals have what fifty million. No, they're gonna they they could get a lot better, and they they need to get a lot better. They need to get better on that offensive line. They have to find a way to improve that offensive so line. There has been rumors also that uh, the Steelers may bring in Mitch Trubisky <sighs> to compete against. Mason Rudolph, do you think that's a joke? I would take Mitchell Trubisky over Blaine Gabbert. (laughs) 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 So that, that, I mean, I don't know that that's a ringing endorsement of, of Mitchell. Uh, Look, I wouldn't, he's not bad to have as a backup. He's not, he's not terrible. I mean, he's not, he's not going to go out there and lose you games every week. What's his what's his starting he's twenty nine and twenty one as a starter. Yeah. He's twenty nine and twenty one as a starter. Sixty four uh what's his uh let's see here. Completion percentage, sixty four percent. Now we did have this sixty four touchdowns versus thirty eight interceptions. Now that that's a little bit high. We had this talk though about him versus um who's the guy? Minchu. Minchu 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 Minchu. I think he's I think he's a wild card in the offseason. I I would take Gardner Minchu over Blaine Gabbert. <laughs> I would take I would take right now Josh Freeman over Blaine Gabbert. You know what? I finally got you turned on. I'd take Teddy Bridgewater over Blaine Gabbert. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You're getting crazy here, Brian. (laughs) 
I would take Jeez, Sam. I would take Sam Darnold over Blaine Gabbert. Did, did, did this, I would take Baker Mayfield over Blaine Gabbert. Did, did, okay, did, did you I, run into this guy at a bar? No, he's fucking terrible. Who? The fact that people are putting that out there in the media makes me angry, and 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 it makes me angry that you believe it. I don't believe it. I brought it up. You brought it up and said, "Well, it's being reported everywhere." Listen, you got to bring up what the report says. Just like you don't have whiskey. to. Sometimes you can ignore stupid fucking reports. Listen, I, if there's I, a listen, report right now that the sky is falling, are you going to bring that up? I'm going to say, Brian, I think the sky is falling. We might want to take shelter. <laughs> what do you think about that, Brian? <laughs> listen, hey, the sky will be falling if Blaine Gabbard is our starting quarterback. Listen, seven zero seven, and also I also did say, hold on one second to seven zero seven. I didn't bring up that stupid Jameis Winston talk to the Bucks. I, I would take Jameis Winston okay. in seven, a heartbeat seven, over Blaine Seven zero seven. Yeah. Uh, hey, how's it going, guys? Going? I'm a Pittsburgh Steelers fan. I have been for a long time. Um, Mason sucks, and he can't he, he can't go through his progressions. His arm is lackluster at best. I, I can't imagine him being the starting quarterback next season for the Steelers, and uh, a nine wins. I mean, that is wow. Well, really, I mean, nine wins. They did it with a a guy who could barely move this year. Ben Roethlisberger can go through his progressions, check down. I mean, he's been playing. He played for almost twenty years. At least he knows how to read defenses. Mason gets hit in the head with his own helmet because he's so <laughs> dumb. And then he also remember when he got carted off the field and they had to like take his mask off and like he looked like that little green alien from the Jetsons or whatever it is. Yeah. I see, I've seen him more confused than, you know, anybody on the football field. I'm surprised that they're even entertaining him being a I mean, but here's the thing. See a lot where, of potential. where you've seen him was in a rookie year where he was thrust into a starting position because of an in, of injuries. I mean, it's not I don't know that you've seen Mason Rudolph, what he truly is and could be as a quarterback. I just don't think it's, I, I don't think we, th- that you've seen enough to say, okay, he's not going to be it. Because, I mean, you could say, look at Trevor Lawrence this year. He, he looks shaky. Uh, look at Justin Herbert. He's not going to be, you know, you can, you can pick on, on quarter and, and, and nitpick. I'm just saying that, that we haven't, I don't think that the public has seen enough of Blaine Gabbert to know whether or not he could be a starting quarterback. Blaine Gabbert. I mean, Blaine Gabbert. Mason Rudolph. God, I got Blaine Gabbert on the mind. Uh, yeah, I'm so shell-shocked <laughs> by the suggestion that that piece of trash would ever be the starting quarterback for my Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, yeah, so, so, what, so what do the Steelers do? Do they go and draft a quarterback? Nah. I mean, uh, no, no, no. Here's what I do if I'm the Steelers. Andy Dalton. Here's what, no, I get a rental. Andy Dalton. I get a rental. And I draft the Malik Davis kid, or Malik Willis kid. And, and you would never had such a dynamic, uh, physically talented quarterback playing for the Steelers as, as you will, you, you know, Cordell maybe. Um, but, but the Malik Willis kid is, is in it going to be an exciting project at quarterback. I don't think he'll be ready to start right away. But if you could find a way to draft him and, and get a rental for one year, you know, a Bridgewater Taylor type that can go in there. Maybe it's Rudolph. Maybe it's not. Who knows? I I I don't think there's any harm with giving Rudolph a shot. Uh, you know, physically six five two thirty five. You you can't you can't make that. You know that that's a, that is a a prototypical 
Super Bowl winning quarterback height and weight. Um, you know, but I've seen him throw an out route and miss his receiver by at least 15 yards and 10 feet over his head on several occasions, uh, including preseason but you know, and during the season. The good thing about a miss like that is it's not going to get picked off. Well, I you mean, know? it will by a, by an old old person in the stands. Yeah, but 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 there's but no I mean, harm with a miss like that. The misses you can't have are the three yards behind the guy and w- where it goes right into the hands of the, the, the you know the safety that's charging in. Yeah, on Yeah, you play. don't want a Neil O'Donnell in the Super Bowl against yeah. the Cowboys and make uh, whatever his name was Larry Allen. Do you guys ever think about this? That there there are what what are there 32 teams in the NFL and there's like what like five maybe six like pretty re- really good quarterbacks. That position is so hard to play uh, at that level that we're grasping at the Blaine Gabberts and the Trubisky's and the whatever. Andy Dolan? Davis Mills? Yeah, I mean, these are these – these are starting quarterbacks in the NFL that just not good in the NFL because that's such like how many Aaron Rodgers do you come across? How many, you know, um, like Ben Roethlisberger, his resume is just crazy. Uh, Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, like those guys are just, you know, so, I mean, I get it. You're going to have to give the guy a shot unless you draft a really high, you know, draft high for a quarterback and then throw him in there right away, which is, what happens all the time now, but uh, I think that they got to draft. I, I just I think they got to draft a move. Yeah, I mean, you guys got a former first round pick in your roster. You guys maybe... are set up to win if you yeah. could get a quarterback. I mean, your wide receiver core is fucking stacked. Running back's um, good. Your defense is gonna bounce back. Dwayne Haskins, you've got is your you've got one of the best defenders in all of football on your on your defense. Uh, you know, you're, you're the, the Steelers can still be relevant in all of this. Um, What's wrong with Haskins? Dwayne Haskins. <laughs> What's wrong with him? Number one. First round pick. He's on the Steelers. He's yeah. already on there. We're good. Mason Rudolph over Haskins. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah, Haskins isn't. Mason Rudolph has a winning record as a starting quarterback, so take the He's also been knocked that. out uh, just about as many times as he has wins. He gets in, knocked in down, but he gets back up again, man. You're uh, never going to keep him down. down. He gets knocked, get knocked down. Maybe you get up again. He gets he gets knocked he gets completely knocked out. He's still what though? I He's mean, still playing on his rookie deal. I mean, yeah. I just you know it, it, there's no. I have hope for him. There's that's what I'm saying. It's like there's certain quarterbacks that you can say if you bring them in, there's no hope for the season, right? We we we've gone over some of them, and and and. That's you can't a hundred percent say that with Mason Rudolph. You can't say if the Steelers roll him out, they will not make the playoffs this year. You, you just can't say that. I mean, you've got him. But, but but with the Bengals, with the Bengals and the the Ravens in the division, that's going to be tough. No, it's going. It, nobody says it's going to be easy. That that division's play never those guys twice. So that, that's four games that you four. He's got to go beat two top tier teams, um, four times. We're we're talking like you know really good teams here, and I just don't like. Next year, I just don't see. They limped into the playoffs barely. They got embarrassed by the Chiefs. Uh, but, you know, I think your Tampa Bay Buccaneers are going to be uh, hurting for sure. Yeah, now. we'll see. Scott Allen, 200 stars. Thank you. Uh, I'm going to go buy my number three Dwayne Haskins jersey. 
And that's where we're oh settled with that God, one. God, you're going to wear a jersey? Thanks a lot, guys. You do. <laughs> Not you, sir. My, my co-host. Uh, what do you mean? I, you're wearing your jersey right now. You said it. This is a real jersey. This is what you wear. I'm not pretending to be a player. I'm not dressing up cosplay like a, like I'm a part of the team. I know my role. Wear a polo. Brian. Support the team. You're very funny, but I cannot even fathom how you think that the Raiders are going to challenge the Chiefs in the West, bro. We'll see. We'll see. Dude, you're playing that like I was fucking way off. You didn't even have them making the playoffs. I had them making the playoffs. The Raiders? Yeah, the wild card. I don't know that you did. You picked it, but your wild card Super Bowl pick was the Raiders. That was a wild card. That's what a wild card. Yours was the fucking Chiefs. Whoa, way to go out on a limb there, No, 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 it wasn't. Mine was the Bills. No, it was the Chiefs. No, no, my Chiefs. That was my Super Bowl prediction. Replay the the clip. Your prediction was the Bills. Your wild card was the Chiefs. You're very funny. Play but the real bit. The real. I have to go through it. You didn't cut this down at all. You t- I had to cut it down. What do you mean? I had to cut it down. You're supposed to we'll cu- cut it in a bunch of different clips. Okay. The next gen doesn't fit that. We it's don't have Tennessee, I think. Nope, not at you all. Get, Who do you got winning you that division? You can't fast forward. I think Seattle yeah, bounces back. Oh, I can disagree because I got the 49ers bouncing back. Nobody wants to listen to this again. The AFC East. We all pretty much picked that the Buffalo Bills win. I can wait, but that's how you do it because I, you know, I, I don't. We don't have our own little page up here on next gen division i think baltimore wins the division little because and, and the only on reason one. i think the only other division that could could try and make that argument is the afc north and they have cincinnati so you can't joe burrows is good my huh. super bowl prediction yes. is the tampa bay buccaneers <laughs> my real prediction is the bucks over kansas city but my my wild card prediction is the bucks over the raiders the Raiders are going to learn to play defense this year. But you still have the Bucks repeating. Bucks repeating easily. Easily. If Brady stays healthy, there ain't no team in the NFL that's even close to as good top to bottom offense and defense and special teams than the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And that is true. Mm-hmm. Who's your wild card Super Bowl team? No, no, no. Bucks Bills is my wild card. Uh, Bucks and the Chiefs. Is that no, the, no. The, the Bucks Raiders Bills, my wild card. Bucks Chiefs. No, uh, I meant to say my Bucks. Bucks in the uh, wild card. Bucks what? <laughs> that made no sense, Lummy. Uh, six for one. <laughs> hey, what's up, Lummy? What's up, Brandon? Hey, uh, Blake Gabbert will be playing for a Tampa team, but it'll be the USFL team in the draft tonight. No, Brandon asked me about what we thought about the USF draft or USFL what? draft. Who's they, fucking following that? It's been the last two days. They've been I picking know. by position. They yeah, it, position. I, I will say I do like the way they did it from a from a fairness standpoint and the way they you know did positional drafts. But who gives it a shit? Tonight. No, it's already started, buddy. Oh, oh then, then, then I you're, you're way behind. Go online. You can look at the results. Nobody cares. Yeah, yeah. They, Do you have a team in Iowa? Why are you calling in on this? It's a spring That's league. I thought Tampa has one, so I... Tampa no, Bay Tampa Bandits. does have one. The Tampa Bay Bandits, yep. Yeah. Yep. I was going to ask uh, Brian right when we were finishing out because he's got to go early for his uh, big-time VP. I can, I can give you I can give you a se- seven more minutes. Because, uh, Brandon, as you pointed out, uh, I, I looked over the roster for the Tampa Bay Bandits and... Uh, yeah. Can you? How many of the players' names do you recognize? None. And and you and I watch college football. Oh, sorry, I, I recognize their quarterback, who is the old Miss quarterback. Yeah. Um, Josh Kelly. Oh, they have John Franklin no. the third too. Apparently. Oh, is they picked they him up now? today. Yeah. Okay, I recognize him. No, he Jordan 
tomorrow. Tomorrow. Oh, yeah, tomorrow. Guy. Yeah. 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 He signed with the Texans. I mean, other than that, I mean, the USFL at this point. Their backup quarterback is Brady White. <laughs> do you, Do you know who that is? Um, I hope he's as good as Tom Brady because he's white too. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but I just wanted to see what you guys were thinking about. I'm thinking. I, I wish. I I wish I knew who the hell was on this team. I I I don't even like the names are are just. They have Michael Scott from the Dunder Mifflin. Yeah. <laughs> I gave warehouse up. crew. I gave up when Adam Schuler. Oh, they actually outside linebacker Gray Greaves. We both know who that is. Yeah, but well, hold on. I'm looking at this right. USF Bulls. Yeah, well, Adam Schuler. They have College Florida, and the pitcher he's in a West Virginia jersey. Mm. Really, you couldn't have at least got him in the Florida jersey. Uh, whatever, man. Uh, what, what, Their what graphic squad was working overtime. Okay, uh, they're, they're, what are they sitting in Alabama? I don't know, man. Oh, let's not let's enough talk what? about fucking USFL. Nobody gives a shit. We're not going to spend any more Brandon time the on quad this. Does okay? Well, Brandon, go go tell you. You write up a good report and you give us a <laughs> USFL. Listen, I'm being serious about this. Come up with a 10 minute USFL 2022 preview for us, and we'll give you the time to present it to our listeners. Okay, but that'll take me like three hours because I stutter a bunch. No, that's fine. You got 10 minutes. We're cutting you off after 10 yeah. minutes. So <laughs> really practice it, work on it. And if you do that and work on some different techniques, you may not stutter as much. Yeah, do your edging. Yeah. So I need to start edging the football picks. Yeah. Like you're better. That was a great sentence. I need to start edging it. Or you could even record yourself doing it in bits and clips and then just play that audio for us. But you well, you'll, I could get that done faster than Lovey got the clips done, so. Okay, Brandon, you know. You're going to be our USFL correspondent. Okay. Okay. And if, any, I mean, if anybody wants to cover the WNBA for the Lemmy no, Sports no, Show. No, 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 no WNBA or NBA. I mean, we already got a tennis expert and, uh, and Hinstar, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, geez, that's all we need. XFL, though, yeah. at least, I mean, we can't watch a game this year. They're in Birmingham, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> it's USFL, buddy. But I say XFL. Well, no, I think it's better than the XFL, though. Uh, it's all going to be amazing. It's, it's going to be the best quality football. Well, they partnered with NFL We now. just got done saying that there's only six quarterbacks good in the world. <laughs> in the fucking world. And now we're talking about second and third rate leagues? Are you kidding me? We got John Franklin the third. Oh, boy. And he's not even the quarterback. <laughs> he's the backup. No, he's not even the backup. He's not even a quarterback for them. What is he? I don't even know what he is. Oh, he's a wide receiver. Yeah. <laughs> So you think Tim Tebow playing in any? No, other he's no, making he's too like much money. forty-five years old now. He's <laughs> making too much money at ESPN. Oh, these people, man! All right, yeah. Brandon, we love you, buddy. Oh, Thanks, I love Brandon. you. See you guys later. Bye. I just went through the whole draft. So, if I bought you a Tampa Bay Bandit shirt, were you wear it? Shirt? Yeah, sure. I don't give a shit. Buy me a shirt. What do you think of the XFL partnering with the NFL? Again, it's smart. You should partner with them. You should find a way to make it work because it's not going to work if you try to go against them and or not working with them. But if you can get the NFL vested in you a little bit, that's not a bad idea. If the NFL is interested in your survival as a league, um, that's a much better path to success than going against the in the NFL. Look at how it worked out for the first USFL, the first XFL, the second XFL, the AAL or AAFL. It, I mean, the, the history of failed football leagues is is rich. Mm-hmm. What are you doing over there, buddy? Sorry, I, I was clearing my throat, and I had a little, uh, little <clears throat> so I didn't want to do that. Uh-huh. So.
Okay. But listen, the last, you know who the last pick of the bandits were? The long snapper. No, that was the last round. They didn't have a choice but to pick the long slap, Are you serious? snapper last. Yeah, that was the Who very. Who long snapper? Why no, no, no. That was the entire last round of the draft. Oh. Like the 35th round was long snappers. Oh, I gotcha. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yep. How do you like to be that guy when you're picked in the I last would love, I mean, look, Ryan DeSalvo was the, <laughs> was the final salvo for the Tampa Bay Bandits. Da- you... They've got Damian Mama playing guard, man. He's a mama's boy. Dalen Mack. Dalen, return of the Mack at defensive tackle. I don't know any of these guys. Are. Would you go to a game? Oh, man, I'd have to be pretty bored. <laughs> I'd have to have, literally have nothing else to do. So, I'd have to be like, oh, shit. My daughter's out of town. My wife's out of town. Um, all my friends are doing something <laughs> else. Um, There's nothing on TV. I don't feel like going to play poker. Uh, it's not good golf weather. There's nothing on TV. Um, you know, I pulled my back or shoulder, so I can't go golfing because I wouldn't go to the Bandits game if it wasn't good golf weather. Because <laughs> that means it's not good sitting in the stands watching football weather. So yeah, that's that's where I'd have to be to go to one of those games. Or if you had a luxury box and it was going to be fully stocked with food and booze, then I might consider going. So in in a year or two years, when they actually play here at Raymond James, yes, if the league's still around, um, can we go to the opening game? We could. I'll. I'll uh, That's going to be a busy game, though. I don't want to go to when it's. I don't like being can you around a lot of all people. All the play, all the all the fans with their jerseys on, with their favorite Ugh. players. Ugh. I mean, so many... that's the good news is you don't have to worry about any bandit jerseys. <laughs> what do you mean? Uh, my favorite player on there is uh, Michael Scott. Well, mine's Greg Reeves, but I do love the name Michael Scott. And uh, if they don't play on that, then they don't know. But unfortunately, he's an edge rusher. It would have been way better if he was like running back for them. But that's okay. Or a wide receiver. Yeah. We can catch it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Brian. Well. I really appreciate you I appreciate you, Lummy. I appreciate this show. Um, Fuck Blaine Gabbert. Yeah. Fuck anybody who's even putting it out into the universe that he may be the starting quarterback for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers next year. I'm starting to build up a, a fuck person from you. You hate Urban Meyer. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, that's a given. You hate Blaine Gabbert. Yeah. And there's one other one that you really hate. Yeah, I forget who that was, too. Oh, uh, Jim Harbaugh? Oh, I hate all the Harbaugh's. Eh, maybe that was it, too. <laughs> he had a lot of hate. Uh, uh, Urban Meyer, uh, you went off on a rant. You hate Jersey Guy. I hate all Jersey guys. You hate guys, uh, fans that dress up. Oh, abhor <laughs> them with every inch of my being. But here's the thing that's so funny that I love about it is nobody ever calls up and gives a compelling argument for the other side. Nobody's ever called up and been like, oh, Urban Meyer is fucking phenomenal. Oh, you're wrong about Jersey guy. Oh, dress up guy is, is, <laughs> is awesome. It's not making, he's not an attention seeking, sad little pathetic whore. He, he's a good guy. Nobody, nobody's, nobody's called in with a good defense. Big Nasty's so you know, retiring this year, though, Brian. Fucking who cares? He's but a two-time Hall of Famer. How are you a two-time Hall of Famer? Listen, the the bottom line is this: if anybody had a compelling argument against what I've said, I I speak nothing but truths. I speak nothing but truths, and and that's why I'm so convicted about it because it is it is factual. Oh, this is an opinion. This is fact. What I say is fact. Grown men should not be wearing jerseys. Fact. Fact. Don't, don't forget this one, too. When you leave Now, I will the make town. an exception. If you have a mental handicap, <laughs> you can wear a jersey. That's the only time if you're over 25, 
You're mentally handicapped. Totally dress up, cosplay. I get it. It's fun for you. That's cool. Other than that, other than the mentally challenged. This was another heat getter was when you leave a city and refuse to cheer for the new city you're in. I, I said, you've got a five, you've got five years and, and there needs to be a progression into fandom. And I understand that. And that's very understanding me. I'm not like, oh, you arrive in a new city. You have to support the team. Give them five years, five years. And, and there's a progression. There's a, there's a progression where your, your fandom increases for your new team and decreases for your old team. Your old team can still be your number two as long as they're not in the same division as your new team. Yeah, that's what the Grouper Lips, you know, he's he he gets very, Hall of Famer Grouper Lips gets very angry at you with that one because he's a big Broncos fan and he does not live in Denver or Colorado or anywhere near that state. He lives oh, the, in the people I really hate are the, the fans. Now, the exception to this one, if you are in a state that does not have a professional sporting team, you can choose whoever the fuck you want, right? But if you are in a state that has professional sporting teams and your favorite team is a team that you have no connection to, no connection with whatsoever, that's 500 miles, 1,000 miles away, you're a fucking tool. So you're saying if you're in Florida and... Your favorite team is, is the Cowboys. Oh, the biggest tool. And you've never lived in Texas and you never lived in the Dallas area. Okay. Yep. And he has jerseys. Oh, well, of course he does. He's a Cowboys guy. He dresses up. He absolutely has jerseys. It's a guarantee. In fact, fact, if we have, and I know I'm going to run a little late, I'm going to put myself up against the wall here, but if we have any listeners right now who are Cowboys fans, please call in and tell me that you don't have a jersey and not be lying. Because I guarantee you, Cowboy, Cowboy, Florida Cowboy fan absolutely has a jersey. 813-90-BUBBA. Also, Brian, what city do you think has the most fans with jerseys in the stands? Philly. Oh, it's got to be Philly. Dallas. It's got to be Philly. It, it's all those NFC. It's all those NFC East teams. Wa- uh, Washington. Uh, oh, yeah. It's all those NFC East teams. And then I think you throw in teams like uh, like like Cleveland comes in there. Chicago, yeah, not the Bengals. I didn't say Grouper Lips didn't have a connection to Colorado. That was Lummy. He's just saying you currently are not connected no, no, to Colorado. No, no, your thing was five years outside of Colorado. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what. That's all I said was he. But doesn't he's live good. In he's good to still have them as his second team. No, it's just first. the Falcons should be his first team now. No, nope, he, he disagrees. It's his first. Oh, Packers have a lot of jerseys too. I, I'm going to have to agree with you. I was thinking, if I think Jersey guy, I think it's Philly. Yeah. Philly, Philly, then Dallas. But think uh, about ha, think Bay. about the douchiest fans in the NFL. You've just pretty much named them all. That's, yeah. Now, Green Bay, a little bit of an, uh, an outlier on that. Yeah. You know, there's something to the team being owned as a, I've you been know. Since 1932. You know, there's something to that and, and being in such a shitty fucking area of the country. I mean, just awful place to have to live. Terrible. So I understand the love for that team a little bit more than other. Now, the same thing goes for the people in Philly. Fucking terrible place to live. Terrible. I feel sorry for you guys. I believe you said it's uh, the streets smell like piss. Yeah, it's Philadelphia. It is disgusting. The people are trash. The city is trash. But it's the fans are total trash. But <laughs> NFL's worst uh, city, Philly? The world's worst city. <laughs> for football fans? For everything, oh, what name something redeeming about Philly? Liberty Bell's there. It peaked in it peaked in 1776. <laughs> I mean, it literally <laughs> is a city that peaked 258 years ago. Like, it, 
I mean, a sloppy, disgusting, <laughs> artery-filling sandwich is all that's come out of there since then. And, and an imaginary fucking boxer. That's, that's what the city of Philadelphia... Oh, man, don't hate on Rocky. I'm not hating on him. <laughs> I'm just saying that's what they've contributed to society since 1776. Cheesesteaks and an imaginary boxer. A made-up boxer. That's it. Philly. Name, some, name something. A de cream cheese, I guess? Yeah, Thank Philadelphia you. cream cheese. Thank cream you. Cheese, uh, so did it invented there, or did they just become like the number one cream cheese company? Because I have a hard time believing that it was invented by them. They probably stole it from. Somewhere. They probably stole it because they're it's Philly. It's Philly. It's Philly. They had that one movie with Mark Wahlberg. That guy. <laughs> he was the kick returner. <laughs> Miracle or whatever it was. <laughs> what? Remember? Yeah. Yeah. Let, hold on. I'm interested about Philadelphia cream cheese now. Uh, oh, uh, yeah. Hierarchy. Yes. I. Yes. Green Bay is great. Where Philly is. Uh, what it did, did the cream cheese from Philly, is it from Philly? There's Philadelphia no cream cheese was invented in New York. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it, so got, did steal it. it got its name. <laughs> Even your cream cheese isn't yours. You fucking fraud of a city. They say there's good pizza. In Part Philly. of a marketing. I mean, again, stolen from New York. Part of a marketing strategy to associate the product with high-quality food and dairy farming for which the Philadelphia area was known for at the time and is no longer. So even the cream cheese didn't come here. Gold egg Your boxer said, is fake. First You're, newspaper in the U.S. And then Grouper Lip says... Uh, so they're responsible for, for fake news. And don't forget Grouper Lip <laughs> they said... They started the trend to fake news. <laughs> uh, the movie with uh, uh, Philadelphia with Tom Hanks. Oh, yeah. That's about right. <laughs> That's that's the perfect movie for Philadelphia. Yeah, a is. guy with AIDS rotting away is it, what a better what a better. I mean, I can't think of one. Always oh. Sunny is a great show, but not because the people are good or, <laughs> or it's because they're in a shitty city and they're shitty human beings. That's why. And because it's so believable. Because that's exactly how you would picture four friends who live in Philly behaving and acting on a daily basis. There is nothing good. Nobody could call in. Get, please tell me how I'm so wrong. I'm fucking <laughs> off on Philadelphia. It's such a great town. Fucking prison in your stadium because your people are trash and they can't hold their liquor and their lives are so horrible that they have to go and get shit-faced at every single game. And the teams are usually awful too because they can't watch the product. They get drunk and they pick fights and they throw batteries at Santa Claus and dump mustard on little kids. Big Buck 500 stars. Don't forget they also have Wing Fest too. So what? They're not even. They're, wings are from Buffalo. They're not even. Nothing good has come out of Philadelphia since the since the Constitution. It's a garbage city. They peaked 258 years ago. Deal with it. Philly Wing Fest is uh, it's a third annual. It's a big time thing. Yeah, doing boxers fighting to get the fuck out of Philly. That's what they were doing. Fighting to make enough money so they would never have to live in Philadelphia again, and neither would their families. Go see. Is Bernard Hopkins still living in Philly? Is Joe Frazier's family still living in Philly? I highly doubt it. They Gold got egg. the fuck out of there the second they made money. Gold Egg later does say, though, cream cheese was invented in Philly. No, it wasn't. False. False. I, I Right here is New York. New York. Oh, Wing Bowl is no more. That's too bad. That was a shit show. Tim Fitzpatrick said that he used to work there and it sucks. Bubba said that when he lived there, it sucked. And Gary Glazier in chat says he's kind of right. <laughs> Again, my takes are strong. My takes are strong. 
but they're correct. Donkey Teeth says Tampa's just as shitty. It just has beaches. Then don't come here anymore, Donkey Teeth. Leave. He lives in, I think, down south. Then he'll go further south. Go to Cuba. <laughs> Tampa is the greatest place to live. We oh. have all the big city uh, accoutrement with none of the big city problems. So, and our weather's amazing. How's Philly's weather right now? I can't imagine that it's very nice there. Probably snowy and sad. That's just shitty. I mean, it's always shitty in Philadelphia. That's actually a nice day today, 65. But they got uh, 37 tomorrow and then rainy and 48 on Friday, and that's really shitty the rest of the time. College basketball is good in Philly, they said. No, it's not. I mean, Villanova, yeah, okay, but Temple's no longer good. So that's that's, that's shot down. I think Drexel's there too. I'm not sure. You know yeah. why Temple's mascot's the Owls? Because it started as a night school. Better universities in Philly. Let's see. Hold on. Let's see if we have someone that will defend it real quick. Fresh Prince's mom made a move for, out of Philly because it sucks. Line one, eight, four, three. Yeah. Hey, Lummy. It's Big Buck from Charleston. What's up, Big Buck? Are you here to defend uh, Philly? Yeah, yeah. I, I'm actually, I was born in uh, Ephrata, which is uh, outside of Philly. Anyway, uh, uh, let's see. Uh, Mike Schmidt from the Phillies. Okay. Um, Philly's not bad. Philly's not bad. I mean, I, I lived up there for 23 not years. Not bad isn't exactly a ringing endorsement to counteract what I've just <laughs> fucking I just trashed that trash city and your response is it's not bad. They had Mike yeah, Schmidt until, in 1984. <laughs> Come on, man. He rose too. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I mean, you get outside Philly, it's a it's a lot different area. You know, but inside Philly, it, it's it's the nickname is Filthy Delphia. Uh, filth, Philadelphia. I know that, man. I know that. Yeah. It's a shit place. And and to donkey yeah, teeth, it, it, I've traveled all around the country. I've been to many, many, many cities, every single major metropolis. And I know that that Tampa for a living, for a living, there are there are definitely it's not the best in anything, but it's right there in the in that top third and just about everything. Yeah, Charleston's not bad though. It's more laid back. We, we're getting flooded with people from up up in Philly coming down. Charleston's uh, a, a super cool city, but it's not big enough. You don't have any real sports teams in the area. Um, uh, uh, sports. I mean, we got we got no. You don't. Um, we got hockey. Uh, we also got a, um, a well, minor league baseball. Oh, team get here. out of here with the minor league bullshit. Charleston uh, Stone Crab. Char- <laughs> Charleston doesn't qualify as a major city. So I'm talking about no, major cities to, to live in. Exactly. And, yeah. and would you rather live in Charlotte or Tampa, sir? Uh, you know, coming down to Tampa during, for BARP was amazing. Um, I haven't been down to Tampa in, since 26 years now. And when we came down for BARP, it was absolutely amazing. The, the growth that you guys have down there is absolutely beautiful. I'd rather be down in Tampa, closer to the water. Exactly. Exactly. And that's the, right answer on the, that's the right answer on the test. It's a clean city. It doesn't smell like piss year-round. I mean, it's it's it, it's it's just. Well, I mean, Charleston's got so much pluff mud around it, so it's what you smell when you come into Charleston is nothing but, you know, pluff mud, yeah. and maybe a little bit of a paper mill plant. Yeah. Well, thanks for calling in and <laughs> sort luck. of defending Philly. Oh, well, thank yeah, you for your right, you know, it's, it's not bad. It's born. not bad. That's not bad. Okay. All, <laughs> All right. right. Later, guys. All right. See ya. So the the only person to defend, I got a text message, Mike from uh, Philly. He uh, he says, 
Tell Toothy to fuck off. We got pretzels. <laughs> <laughs> gotta have fans of stadiums have a gel inside the stadium. We've got pretzels. <laughs> we degrees. got pretzels. That's going to be their new city motto. We smell <laughs> like piss, but we got pretzels. <laughs> My mall's got a fucking Annie Annie's, dude. I'm good. He said 17 degrees, douche. Yeah, today, go go tell me how Thursday and Friday are going to be. Have fun in oh, when that when that oh, it's just so gross there. Oh, everything about that city is just nasty. Nasty city. Well, uh, thank you very much, Brian. Uh, Philly fan said, thank you very much, Brian. I can't wait for you to listen come up next to week. Next week. You want to come in? Come at me, you know, come at me. Let's, let's let's come, come correct though. Just come correct and, and have some facts and it can't be Philly ain't that bad. That's not the retort to the gauntlet that I've laid down on them. Yeah. Bring your, bring, bring your facts about Philly. 81390BBBA. Bring why you should be allowed to wear a jersey and why after five years you don't switch and your why team. Why Urban Meyer's not a douche and why you don't switch your team and why why Blaine Gabbert's somehow a decent And the Harbaugh's are all great people. Yeah. Thank you, Brian. Thank you, everyone. We are live tomorrow. Twitch.tv forward slash the Bubba Army, 6 a.m. with an after show on YouTube and Facebook. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. We will see you tomorrow morning. Bye.